and trains, and we're prepared for it with new technique and new approaches. And as for our part, we feel that you're the best pieces of manpower available in this whole region. We're getting ready to have a live spectrum. What we were trying to say, we got to walk home. Walk home. Walk home. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. To reach Devin Wade with a question or comment, follow him on Twitter at Wadesword. Be a part of the group on Facebook by joining the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group or liking the page. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, episode 16. want to thank you guys for joining us. And this will be a very special edition as we are. I've been saying for a while now that we will implement new and better sort of segments. And we're going to do a bunch of those. And we certainly want to get your your feedback and your, your comments on some of the segments that we're going to do. Uh, and uh, you'll hear those throughout the show. But first of all, Devin Wade with you. Also, Biscuit, Jordan Wade is in the building for episode 16. How are you? I'm doing outstanding. I'm, I'm excited about the new... Uh, some of the new segments that you know very little about. That is very true. And I and I purposely, in our production meeting, I didn't go into... I'm on the edge of my seat right now. <laughs> they can hear that. <laughs> they can hear your enthusiasm. Uh, but one thing that we are going to do in just a moment, at some point soon, we will have our uh, first Facebook Live segment. I don't now, have my makeup on, man. You didn't tell me. Well, I, I don't know. You know, we'll see how this thing goes. I don't know how many people will join initially. I don't. I tried it Saturday. Okay, so I tried to do a whole episode by myself Saturday, and I, I found myself not knowing how to fill the time, mm-hmm. waiting for people to join in. So we'll see how that goes this time. So it's for episode sixteen, we'll see how that goes. But a couple of things I want to remind you guys: you can catch us on TuneIn, iTunes and SoundCloud. So all three of those uh, outlets are ways that you can access us. And uh, I encourage you guys to subscribe. Uh, and of course, give me some feedback because, uh, you know, we want to know what's going on, what you guys like, what you don't like, what you think. Uh, you can tweet me at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D. And of course, you can find me on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page. And group, and again, if you want to do Facebook Live with me and kind of uh, get in on that segment where we get a chance to hear from you guys, I certainly encourage you to do just that. Well, a lot has happened since the last podcast, so I want to get into a a couple of of the the highlights. Okay, some things that are sort of dated now. I mean, we you know these things happen, but we want to talk about it. Uh, Obviously, the biggest thing around these parts. The Houston area, because, of course, I host the local show here. Uh, Tony Romo, leaving football, retiring. Taking field uh, Sims' spot. Well, that's – you don't, you know what? That that doesn't matter to me because Phil Sims wasn't wasn't that good. I, he wasn't that good. And, I, and we can get into who you think is good later on. But, yeah, he knocked Phil Sims out of the box. Just kicked him out of his chair. He's, he's coming out of football. He's never done any broadcasting or anything like this before. And he just kicks the veteran out of his spot. That is that's cold blooded. But I tell you what, the guy that is the, that is the the one you want to keep your eye out for is Jim Nance. Now I normally I won't say anything bad about Jim Nance because he's a U of H Cougar, mm-hmm. and from Five Slammer Jammer days he, you know he got his broadcasting career started there. Uh, but he knew all about this. I, he didn't really communicate with Phil Sims. It seems like he and Romo are buddy buddy. But that is. That's an aside. That part of the story we'll have a chance to dissect as we get closer to 
uh, the NFL season. I will say this. I do look forward to him, and I think they'll have great ratings for the first time he does a Dallas Cowboy game. Uh, I don't know how revealing that'll be, but it'll be awkward broadcasting. I was uh, awkward television. I would suspect maybe. I don't know. I don't These know. guys. I, I don't think he's gonna do well, but I, I, I'm I'm hoping he doesn't do well. Really, I don't care one way or the other. I don't think he'll do well either. But look, the thing about it, once you get that high and you have all that help and all that assistance, it's hard to fail. It really is hard to fail. You have to. Mm, I mean, you, you're on the spot you, though. That is live. You it's, have it's, to go. What 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 is Dennis? Uh, what was the, the comedian's name? Dennis Miller. You have to go. Dennis Miller to really screw those <laughs> kind of jobs up. Tony Kornheiser, who I love on PTI, on Monday Night Football, not so much. But it, but again, that's an aside. The, the right. big deal is where does that leave the Denver Broncos and the Houston Texans? Now, the, I, I have said this, and, and follow me here on this one. When you talk about him leaving, I don't think that he wanted to retire right away. I, I don't think that – I think that as, as this thing sort of drug on, he decided that he would retire and call it quits. I don't think he always wanted to retire. I don't think he did either. I think CBS came with a, a good good enough check, and and the Texans and Denver Broncos probably preliminary numbers probably weren't where he wanted them to be. So he's like, okay, well, I'll just go. I'll go get this bigger check doing a lot less work. Well, he won't. He won't get a bigger check because if they didn't cut him, they would have traded for him. Uh, then they would have had to cut him. They're not going to keep him on. They wouldn't. Well, have they could have. The His here is how I blame the Texans for all of this. When we're watching bad broadcasting next fall, let's blame the Texans. Okay. And, and I'll tell you why. Okay, so not only – so if you would have shown as an organization – because he contemplated playing. he It was not a done deal. He didn't right. say at the end of the year, I'm retiring. It was said that he will no longer be a Cowboy. He knew it, and everybody else knew it. Nothing about the end of his career. That kind of – that was the rumor mill. I thought it was really kind of a bargaining ploy – uh, by Romo's people in, in his camp. Uh, and, and I know, you know, that you don't sign and, and have a press conference. Well, not a press conference, but come out and make public statements about you signing a deal with CBS overnight. So I know he had to contemplate it over, right. over time. But if you really wanted him, I think the Texans should have not only given a seventh, sixth, fifth round pick, I would have given him a fourth round pick in a parade downtown, just like the Rockets did for Dwight Howard. Because again, if you truly believe, if you truly believe that this team is on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl, and obviously they're a playoff team, they won a division two out of the last three years, that this is a team that is there. Defensively, one of the top defenses in the entire NFL, all you are presumably missing is a quarterback. You have DeAndre Hopkins. You have a lot of pieces. You even have Lamar Miller. So, and this is why I say I would have given at least a fourth round draft. You're pick. crazy, by the way. But go ahead for the fourth round pick. For uh, the fourth round pick, the parade for one for, for, Look, for one play in preseason, one play in preseason, and that all can be just okay down the drain like Goodfellas. So let me ask you this: before I get into why I say fourth round pick. Why? Who are you excited about? What quarterback are you excited about that's on this roster now? What is out there left? What is left out there that the the Texans can do to not only give themselves a better chance to go to the Super Bowl, but to excite the fan base? Because you know they are a PR machine over there on Kirby. Well, they don't have to excite the fan base. I mean, they they have season ticket holders. They have a waiting list. They they're they're sold out every week. So yeah, but but I'm the there every base. week, and it's not 
a full house the every cash week. Cash is in the I bank. I understand, but the that money's can't, in the bank. That will not go on forever. And once they leave, they they it's hard to get them back. Ask the Astros, ask the Rockets. It's hard in this town to get people to come back. But here, here we go. So you're not excited. Maybe you are. Maybe you are. Maybe you and and, and the Texans faithful fans are excited I'm not about, excited Tom, about Tom, Savage. Tom Savage. I'm not excited. Or maybe about Tom Savage. you know, maybe you Jay Cutler sort of no. tickles your fancy. No. <laughs> well, so so I'm saying here, if I'm if I'm and, I, and I'm, of course I'm exaggerating a little bit right. about him uh, getting the parade, but I would have lit up the town with this news. Okay, so here are the fourth round draft picks from the Texans between 20, oh, 2011 this, this, and twenty sixteen exercise. No, it's not because it, it shows you that the Texans have not gotten a lot of value from that spot. And any of these players, you tell me if any of these players, any of these drafts, you would have traded, uh, you would not have traded Tony Romo for. Okay, so in t- 2011, Rashad Carmichael was their, their, their fourth-round pick. He had injury issues. He was a secondary player. He, I mean, he played in the secondary. He's a defensive okay. back. Okay, would you trade him for for – Tony Romo? We're talking about one play, and we're talking okay. about uh, a career, a possibly okay. a decent career. So, okay. I mean, this is not going to work at all if you uh, just that – if you have that much faith that man was, was – I'm like the New England Pages, man. I, dra- I, I I value my draft picks. Okay. So you rock Carmichael, you value. Okay, how about Ben Jones, Keyshawn Martin, Jerry Crick? Ben uh, Jones started – in Tennessee now, so he's no yeah. longer with the team. But he's still a, a valuable player. He's, he's, a, still, he's still playing. On a not-so-good offensive line, he he did start. Keyshawn Martin did virtually nothing for this team. He got a Super Bowl ring with the New York, New England Patriots. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> okay. Jerry Crick is obviously a, a, a contributor. He does work for him. But I still would trade a franchise-level quarterback, a franchise-caliber, a, really a franchise-quarterback for a Jerry Cook. 2013. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. 2013. Trevardo Williams. This, it don't go in the 20. I mean that that whole. Now nah, I'm coming back. I'm coming okay. back. Okay. 2013. Trevardo Williams. Right. Would you trade him for Tony Romo? Obviously, you would. Well, okay. Weed. Here's the we interesting one. Problems, man. Here know? is the interesting one, and I, I'm so surprised and shocked to hear you say this. 2014. The fourth round draft pick was Tom Savage. Would you trade Tony Romo for Tom Savage? No, I would not. Really? See, no, be, you know, look, Tony Romo has what big game has Tony Romo won? Name one. He beat Detroit in the playoffs. He and really a lot of people think he beat Green Bay because the catch, the Des Bryant catch was ruled not a look, catch. Look, you you don't make it past what the divisional round. Okay, but um, you you beat Detroit. Yeah, how yeah. many how many how many playoff games has he won? Like two, three, maybe. Okay, but how many is Tom Savage? How many times? You talk about fragile. What about Tom Savage? He got a concussion. Okay, okay. He's never healthy, and it's an issue. The year before that, he was out the year, right? But that's because I think that, uh, was, a no, roster, okay. that was a roster thing. And the band played on. 2015, no fourth-round draft pick. 2016, Tyler Irvin. You telling me for the value you've gotten in the fourth round over the last five, six years. Based on I mean, Tyler Irvin almost returned to the And, kick, and kick I would trade him for Tony Romo's jockstrap. Okay. Tony Romo is not good. Obviously, he's not going to last. He, he, okay. He, he, well, he's he's, like, hey, he's not playing. I'm not going. I'm not going to last. I can't make it. I quit. Well, again, a lot, CBS. a lot went into I'm that. On the jacket. But he would have, if he would have felt wanted, really, really wanted, 
you know, now you got team. You had the Texans wait. What are you waiting for? You didn't make any other free agent moves. So what are you waiting for? Pull the trigger. Yes, Jerry Jones can have the the victory, the symbolic victory of hey, you know, he beat me in a trade. But guess what? For two years at least, you can make a run. No, and that's not. Let's not, not even. Tony Romo couldn't stay healthy. Look, and I had to look back and and see show you how many times he did play. Multiple games, double digit games. It doesn't matter season. what you did before. Okay. Now that you you have a once you start uh, having a history okay. of injuries, you, that's the point. And you're over the thirty. He's thirty. What thirty seven? He's over thirty five. He's on. He's on the down slope, dude. There is a blueprint for how this worked. The blueprint was. Peyton Manning coming off of neck surgery. Peyton Manning. Neck surgery. Okay, we talking about holding jock three strap. years, two Tony Super Bowls. Can't hold Peyton Manning's jock strap. And last, the last okay. championship was all defense. But Jordan, what else is out there? And, and again, I'm not a Tony a Tony Romo guy. You could say you know they're not going to deal with with Colin Kaepernick, so you already right. know that. I mean, well, I what, mean, you you have they have to have some type of value. In, this team they right have not, to have see, see some some type of value in Tom Savage, like they did with uh, the cornerback that they just let go. Uh, the I know, uh, you, uh, the, the, just sign a big deal. Anyway, I, I don't. Yeah, okay. So I get it, but you have to take a chance that, because if not, what's out there? You're not going anywhere. There's no more Dak Prescotts out there, okay? And, and if they are, the Texans have not proven that they could draft and develop a quarterback. So here well, you are. Drafted one, you don't know whether or not they can draft and develop well, one. Tom, when they haven't dra- Tom Savage, and he's still on the roster. Okay. And, and Bill O'Brien is telling me okay. that he's excited about it. Mm-hmm. I, I, what yeah. about the Broncos? What are the Broncos going to do? I don't care about that. I, let me go over the other headlines because okay. uh, clearly they have a better quarterback situation with Trevor Simeon. Really? Uh, and, well, I mean, it's better than than this, than Tom Savage. We'll see. And, and you know, Brandon Wheaton. Nobody thought the Rockets were going to make the playoffs. Okay, but you, you mixed metaphors here. We're not even <laughs> talking about that. Okay, so other things happened. We, we, since the last time we've come to you, uh, Masters, uh, Masters uh, took Sergio place. Sergio Garcia. Most of the top players weren't there. He no, they no, they the were there. Only one pulled out, Dustin Johnson, right. and, and he pulled out player. on day one because it's back. Right, but Day, Justin Day, and Spieth, and all those guys were right there. Ricky Fowler was I, there. I just don't like uh, Garcia. He's just, I, I never uh, liked Garcia baby. either, but he won. It, now it's all oh, he won. He's so good. Sure, I know. I, 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 I know. The sentimentality gets on my nerves too. But it was also the twentieth anniversary of Tiger winning his. I first. know. Isn't that sad? And you saw the clips, and it was just. Man, it was tough. It was was really, really tough. Tough to see. He's golf. I mean, he can still come back at 50 years old and and compete. So, yeah, but the oldest, he's already passed the oldest to ever win a a Masters, right? The oldest player to ever win a major. He's getting up there towards that that line. And, you know, there's no sign on the horizon that he'll be back. That's true. So that's tough to deal with. Uh, Of course, the University of North Carolina beat Gonzaga. Uh, in a sort of sloppy uh, national championship, uh, you know, I'm happy for the Hills. Uh, Gonzaga pl- had their chance to put them out, put them away. I thought they played really good defense against North Carolina. Couldn't finish around the basket. Uh, last week saw a – this has been an up-and-down week for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't know what to make of this week for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you beat the, the Celtics, f- f- presumably – for the top seed. Mm-hmm. In a game that was supposed to be, you know, a hot and heavy matchup, 
blew them out of the water. So they're the likely top seed. But now you you blow last night a 26-point lead in the fourth quarter to the Atlanta Hawks in overtime and Paul Millsap. And only a couple games left in the season. It is it's tough sledding for the, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, man. I don't know what to make of them. I've always said all along that – the issue with, with Cleveland was that that they could work those all their kinks out in the early rounds of the playoffs, but I, I don't know now. I don't know. Uh, LeBron just needs to play basketball. I mean, he's he's talking to the media. He's he's always dibbling, dabbling in the, what, what's going on with with the coaching staff and with with the, the, the players that he wants to play with. Go play basketball. Go focus on the game. When you, when you get into these series, is you, you're gonna be able to, to to get to know a team, get to know their tendencies. They're gonna get to know. I mean, it, the the, bet, the cream rises to the top in these. Yeah, games. and I think I think I tend to lean that way too. But again, they seem a lot more vulnerable vulnerable than I thought they would be at the beginning of the season. I thought it was a foregone conclusion in the East, uh, but it seems like they're coming back to the pack. It's not that the other teams are jumping up. I think they're coming back to the pack. And uh, well, it'll be make well, for you have stronger stronger teams in the East this year than you have in the past for sure. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see if anybody. But do you who, if if it's not Cleveland, who are you afraid of? Who do you if you're Cleveland, who are you afraid of? I'm 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 afraid of Washington. I'm afraid of Atlanta because if they get because Washington you, you might you be can't really team. match up with Atlanta. You, you just don't have to. But they haven't beat the Bulls in regular season either. Well, the so. Bulls, they, they, they're trying to. I know, I know. So, uh, in, in addition to that, a couple of NFL goings on. We've got preseason schedules. I don't get into all of that because who cares about right. four games each team will play that no one really, really cares about. I mean, obviously, you, you keep your eye on them and you see what's going on. Uh, but Richard Sherman, uh, according to the team and him and the not only the coach, but the GM, he's on the trading block, or at least they're entertaining conversations about Richard Sherman and his future. And, and I think that at first I thought that, okay, well maybe they want to teach him a lesson. Because this is it, the NFL. No, um, well, again, I, these sorts of things go on. They say you're not bigger than the team. And he had gotten bigger than the team. He got in the face of the offensive coordinator. Right. He had blown up in the media. Oh, we we worked too hard for you to be going for it. And then he's doing too much. He's had a couple of real big outbursts. And they and then Pete Carroll, his credit, sort of swept that under the bridge, saying, hey, we love his passion. We love blah, blah, blah. But we're at least listening. Uh, and, and maybe they see, you know, if they can get what they want, maybe there's a deal to be made. Uh, and it could be, you know, behind the scenes, he's just not sort of getting with the program in a way. Uh, I, I, it's surprising to see them confirming in the way that they have. So, uh, and again, we'll have to see how it plays out. I don't think that he'll be traded. But I think the price is way too high. I mean, I don't know what the price is, but whatever it is, it has to be high for Richard Sherman. Right, right. And the other thing, Marshawn Lynch visited, uh, visits the Raiders this week and. Of course, uh, he wants to play, come back and play for Oakland. They think that that deal will get done. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about Marshawn Lynch. So those are sort of the headlines. want to get into the hot topic because I have done a 180. I have done a 180. Okay. On the MVP race. So initially I said I, I would go with James Harden because obviously the team is a three seed mm -hmm. and Russell Westbrook. And the, the numbers are comparable, but – the Rockets are a three seed and the Thunder are a six seed. I have since come around as to saying that no, I think with 42 triple doubles and that outstanding record they have when he has a triple double, I think they've only lost four games. I think they're 30 something and four, 33 and four 
uh, or whatever the number, 38 and four, whatever the number, yeah, 38 and four, when he's had a triple-double. I can do basic math. It takes me a while. But <laughs> 38 and four, when he's had a triple-double. Add to that, and I, I credit ESPN for this, he has the 18th most minutes in the league. So uh, so there's so many other guys that have averaged more minutes. So he's doing this in less time, but getting it done. So with that being said, 42 triple-doubles. He had the, the game winner, 50 points, in the 42nd triple-double of the season. I have to do a U-turn, and, and as awesome as James' season has been, it'll be tough. But if you only have one vote, only one guy gets it, Maybe they'll split the vote and, and it'll go, you know, it'll go the way it needs to go when maybe ending a tie. I don't know if you want a tie. How you feel about you, you don't want a tie. I, so, I think I think James Harden, because it's most valuable player, James Harden at playing the point guard position has lifted the play of each and every player on the team. He provides open shots for his shooters. His inside guys get lobs, they get dunks, they get they they backdoor cuts. I mean, he makes the entire team better. He is the most valuable player. Russell Westbrook is probably the best player, right? Because he's taking the whole team, and on that's his back. kind of been my my perspective before this this last week. But James Harden is doing what his team's in, like you said, number three seed. Okay. Name before this year, you can name. There's no other stars on on, on the team. There's none, right? But 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 there's certainly none in Oklahoma City either. Well, I mean, you got Victor Oladipo. Oh, okay. He's not, yeah, he's not I, a star. Yeah, yeah, okay. Eric Cantor. Uh, so I mean, oh, okay. I mean, you Ryan can, Anderson. I mean, whatever you say, you can counter with a better Trevor Reza. You can you can counter with a better play on the Rockets. I mean, that's just the truth. But but again, I'm not. I won't. I won't ding you for that answer. I think that that is a uh, answer. It is a, a heated debate, and a lot of guys. I I don't know. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Not only so you go hard, and I'm leaning now with two games left in the season. I'm going Westbrook. Okay. I, I did a 180 on that. Okay. Now the question is, who do you think will win? I think Russell Westbrook will win. I think it's hard, especially – I think it's hard to not have that bias of the 42 triple-doubles, averaging a triple-double throughout the entire year. I think it's hard to to get past that 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 bias to just to, for the – you know, these guys, they're, they're not analyzing every second. and They're not analyzing every game. They're people just like you and me. Well, you know, but analytics and NBA, M- NBA people – they, I mean, NBA voters, and, and these are not just casual folks. These are, no, I know, but they, they have the analytics, and you know, baseball, baseball is statistical, but basketball is right behind them with the with the new analytical age in the NBA. So they'll have the numbers there. I mean, you saw, I saw some meaningless, meaningless numbers on the on the the local news. So even they're coming out with like a plus forty eight, or you know, plus minus differential in the right. game and. You know, and then they come in with all they they can throw stats at you all day long, so they'll have access to those things. I just think that again, forty two triple doubles and the way he's done it, you know, and and the fact that his team has won when he's had those those triple doubles. Yeah, so. I think it's it's hard to come up against the forty two. I think James is gonna bump into like he did with Steph Curry. Is a guy who's getting hot, who's who's been hot all year, who's the trendy pick. 
I mean, he's just doing his. James is just doing his work, and he's finished strong to really position his team. Westbrook has to right to, to be and, where they and need. James Harden has been hurt, so right, he's been a little banged yeah. up. Although he had thirty plus last night, he had a big night last night, uh, and a couple games I picked to tonight and Wednesday, so to, to close it out. So with that, gonna play, take a brief break. When we come back, we're gonna do one of our our. Uh, new segment, all the way live. We're going to go Facebook Live, so I'm going to give the audience an opportunity to build up, and then we will go Facebook Live. You're tuned in to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, episode 16, iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, always live segment. We are in the midst of our, what, episode 16 right. of our Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. Of course, I'm Devin Wade. This is Biscuit. And so far, we've uh, talked a little bit about on this edition, and you guys will hear it. want to remind you, you can access uh, the podcast on SoundCloud, TuneIn, and iTunes. And so far, we've touched on some of the, the hotline, some of the hot topics of the uh, of the week, uh, we talked a lot about Tony Romo, and I blame, of course, the Texans for not signing him. And Biscuit was much more understanding and forgiving of the Texans for sticking with uh, the not going after Tony Romo as much. So, uh, also, we talked a little bit about the Masters. We've talked about the NBA playoffs, the Cleveland Cavaliers and their struggles. Uh, and we talked about a number of things. So I want to remind you guys that, again, on you can catch me on, obviously, on Facebook. But join. make sure you join the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group and like the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page. We post on those really frequently, not as frequently as I, I should on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade uh, page. But, again, those ways to reach out and touch me. Also on Twitter at Wade's Word, W-A-D-E-S-W-O-R-D. And, of course, uh, Biscuit is not on social media because why? Are you a conspiracy theorist? I like my privacy. Well, you're not so private anymore. I see that, and I'm looking, the Trump I'm looking administration really, really good at this can, angle. This is a really bad it. angle, by yeah. the way. Well, what I wanted to do with this segment is I wanted to invite people to come in and ask questions or make comments, if you like, about the world of sports. Uh, I have a poll question on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. With Tony Romo retiring, what quarterback would you like to see come to the Houston Texans? And so my thing is, I would like to. Well, let me let me. I, the poll question went to it was three folks in in the uh, that I asked about: Colin Kaepernick, RG three, and Jay Cutler. Which one would you like to see uh, be the quarterback for? Uh, the Texans, since Tony Romo is out of the mix, uh, overwhelmingly, uh, overwhelmingly, the 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 listeners uh, or the folks on the face Sports Talk with Devin Wade group selected Colin Kaepernick. Now I'm going to ask you, and then I'll ask you guys who are watching, what quarterback would you like to see now that Tony Romo is retired? Should they stick with Tom Savage? If they shouldn't, uh, if if not, uh, should they add Colin Kaepernick, RG three? Or Jay Cutler. What's your your selection, Jordan? 
Well, out of those three, out of RG3, Colin Kaepernick, and Jay Cutler, you you have – I mean, I think Colin Kaepernick is the best quarterback in that group. I mean, hands down. But Jay Cutler is less controversial. I mean, he'll cause problems in the locker room, but not uh, to your your – passive fans or to your local fan base. So I think he's more palatable to most to more teams. RG3 still. Oh, well, I'm talking about specifically the Texans. The Texans, I mean, I think you got to roll with Tom Savage. You got to see or, or what you can get in the draft. You're not going to you're not going to get what you need out of Colin Kaepernick. They're not going to get Colin Kaepernick. There's too much controversy around him. Right. And, and I don't and, and you know what to his defense uh, Jim Harbaugh and uh, and and Chip Kelly both have said that Colin Kaepernick was not a problem in the in the in the locker room at all. Obviously, the Texans are not a team that would would favor doing that. Right. Perception I, one, is reality, though. He's perceived as a as but, as a problem by the local media. By I mean by media, and so he's going to be perceived well, as, as a problem by. But the, you by have teams. to do your due diligence and talk to people in the organization and talk to people around the league to to, to see if this is the guy. You want to be your quarterback. Want to see what you guys think. I know Kalina's watching. Uh, she's checking it out. And I want to – what do you think? What do you think uh, – Who who is the quarterback that you would like to see, Kalina? Because I know you're a big-time Texans fan. Would you shy away from Colin Kaepernick? And I know the pressure's on. But uh, would you shy away from Colin Kaepernick? Or would you – Teddy, who would you like to see? I know you're a big-time uh, Texans fan uh, as well. Who would you guys like to see as the quarterback next year? I can't see them going into the season with Tom Savage and a rookie quarterback. And I've said that I think that Jay Cutler probably is mobile enough and probably should be the guy. I think if the, if you're going to go back up, you want to get someone you, – you want to go with probably RG3 because he has local ties uh, to the area. Uh, he went to Baylor – He's a Texas kid, so I think you want to go with RG three in that particular case. He's been a backup. He's not. He's not a loud rah rah kind of guy. He's 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 perceived he's, as selfish. He's been defi- divisive in the locker room as well. Yeah, but he's going to be a backup. It's not going to be a situation where he's coming in and ex- expected to be the starter. So if you're not expected to be the starter, you have less attention placed on you. And I think he'd be comfortable in that role. And I think he'd relish that role. So Teddy doesn't want to see uh, Tom Savage. And uh, and Kalina wants to go the other way with it. I, and, and you know, this was more about the the quarterbacks available, with with the assumption that the Texans will add another quarterback. I, I hope so. I, I hope they get an opportunity to draft somebody. Um, you know, maybe Patrick Mahomes if he's still available. No, I don't think he will be. Maybe you I don't know. know. Late in the first round, I'm hearing a little bit higher, but but they, I mean, they could trade up. I mean, they, he's not going to be super high. He's not going to be one, two. Three. He's not going to be in the top ten. So I think you still have an opportunity. I'm not crazy about Mitch Trebinsky, uh out of North Carolina. Well, he won't be available by the time they pick, so I don't think he's an issue. So, and I mean, of course, Deshaun Watson is going to be gone. So I mean, you you you, you Mahomes kinda... will be maybe the guy that may be available. And I and so. I would be I would be excited about that if they if they're able to get someone in first round. Anything at, behind you know beyond the first round is a crapshoot as far as quarterbacks is, are concerned. Unless you're Dallas Cowboys and you which pick was up, a crapshoot because nobody thought he, he was going to come in and start did. what he did. So, yeah. Want to remind you guys the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, our all way live segment. And if you know Lakeside, you know that'll be the theme music to this. You segment. have to you have to bring some more uh, younger references for 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 our audience. Do I now? Uh, yes, well, you but do. look, hey, my Friday Express folks know. And I think this music is self-explanatory. And actually, I have mixed in a lot of hip-hop. So I'm not even saying hip-hop, just more, uh, you know. Younger references. Yes, well, you, you, that's You're the youth. 
Oh, well, and and okay. you're older, so you're the youth of this show. So you're our, uh, you're in charge of our youth movement okay. on Sports Talk with Devin Wade. All right. Want to remind you guys again: sport, uh, tune in iTunes and SoundCloud. Subscribe, and then again, I, we're gonna start. I'm gonna start coming up with a designated time so you guys can all meet me here. Let's see why. Um, why isn't the whole Texas quarterback lined up? Uh, lineup white. Uh, we need a veteran. Uh, tried and true, uh, uh, blue on, in this team. Uh, let's see. Heaven well, forbid with, they with, aren't with, squeaky clean. With, with, with uh, quarterbacks, it's hard to get a, a veteran that that is is of value. That a has value. value, exactly. Yeah. That that's played well and that can really come in and change the team because quarterbacks are so valued in this league. So and it, that's why the Texans should have given up at least a fourth round draft pick. And I went over that in the first and, and just really invested in an orthopedic doctor. Like some a healer, uh, somebody who's gonna pray over him every game. Somebody's gonna anoint his back with oil. Something to make sure that he was gonna be able to play every game, which is impossible. So you don't waste your future on someone who's not gonna last you three games. Well, I, and again, I I think that's overstated. Uh, now with this offensive line, I, you know, again, it, it would have been a difficult uh, move anyway to keep him healthy, and, and if you haven't really improved. Uh, your offensive line. So for those of you who just joined us uh, asking the question, it was a poll question on the Sports Talk with Devin Wade group page. The question is, since you don't have Tony Romo, what quarterback would you like to see the Texans add? Or would you like to see him add none and just go with a rookie and Tom Savage? Want to know what you think? You have a chance to respond to me live. If you have any questions, by the way, Feel free to type them in. We will ask, answer uh, those questions to the best of our ability. Also, you can tweet me at Wade's Word. So, you know, from that standpoint, you definitely want to to chime in on that. So, again, uh, on SoundCloud, iTunes, and TuneIn, you know, and I went over it before. I think that they should have rolled out the red carpet and really gone – Full on Dwight Howard parade, and you see how and bring back how all that worked out with for the look, Texans. Bring back Matt Shove and the, to roll roll out the the welcoming committee, and bring back uh, Banks and Man, Tony he, Banks and no, no, and, no, no, and no, no, no. T.J. Yates to roll out the red carpet. You remember when uh, the Rockets brought in Dwight Howard? And uh, it, they brought in all of the centers from from the Rockets team, right? And what did he have? Back problems. Well, but and he, how well did it that didn't work out, out because. James Harden was an extremely oh, selfish player on. last year. Okay, now we can see what he is now. Yeah, and without the White Howard, and he's, he's a, well, MVP. he transformed this before game. he and before the White Howard, almost the MVP. Well, like I said, he's transformed this game more than anybody. So, I and, and while you're at it, if you want to chime in on the MVP race, I've done a 180 on my view. You can hear that on the entire podcast. This is just one segment of a whole show that we want to incorporate, and so I want to. Um, uh, to get your opinion on that too, if you want to chime in on the MVP, uh, so yeah, it's it's possible for the Texans to trade up for a quarterback. Uh, I don't know if they will. Uh, Raymond, no, they usually don't. Uh, the Texans usually don't trade up in the first round. It's, most of the time, they do it in the second, the third, or some somewhere around there. But they very rarely trade up. Uh, you have to usually give up too much to 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 trade up, depending on how high you want to go. Uh, and and, it, and with Bill and Trubisky will be the guy that you would move up for, I would think. 
Yeah, I don't think you would move up high enough to get Deshaun Watson. No, you can't. You you would you would have to give up too much. And, and I don't think that, I don't know the, the I don't I'm not a believing Deshaun Watson just yet. I am. I mean, it's the same thing with Dak. He's experienced. He he's shown that he can do it over and over again. He's done it against Alabama's defense, which is the greatest defense. I mean, year Tradi- after year, yeah, traditionally. traditionally in college football, all those guys go on and play do well in the NFL. So. I mean, that you, you, he's been able to do it on so many levels, so I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do it on the NFL level. Well, I don't know. I, you know, I'm skeptical of how much success he could have. But, again, at this point they have to do something, and I think I would go with probably Jay Cutler. I don't think I would go Colin Kaepernick. And I say that not because of anything off the field. I never was a huge fan of Colin Kaepernick when he was uh, having success with the 49ers going to the Super Bowl. And I don't think that Bill O'Brien is the type of coach that wants to alter what he does so that he can, you know, make it easier for a quarterback. That was part of the problem with Brock Osweiler. He had a lot of his success when he went to two-minute offense, when he didn't have to think as much, when he wasn't overcoached. And and Tabari checked in and want to say hello to you guys. Thanks so much, Paul. Thank you so much. Paul Donald, hey, he he has that Friday Express hat. He okay. that's the man. That is the guy. You know, I, Trubisky is. A, I don't know. I haven't. I'm be honest. I hadn't seen him a lot enough of him, and I get. You know, I I'm apprehensive to to buy too much in to him. I think instead I would I would later in the draft I would probably draft a quarterback, and then I would add a a, a free agent quarterback. And again, I would go Cutler. RG three might work. I mean, I don't, I don't. As you know, again, you're not at this point. You're not going to get a Hall of Famer. Your, your Hall of Famer, your potential Hall of Famer, retired. Look, you don't. No, oh, come on. Would you stop it with this Tony Romo? I'm no, gonna buy I mean, Dallas again, Cowboy Tony Romo jersey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him sign your, your, your broadcast jacket, your KTSU broadcast jacket, so you can have be number one in his fan club. No, Tony it, Romo is is an injury prone. He's an old man. But he I'm can saying, no okay, play. Okay, but of the four, hey, uh, and let, let's go with the assumption that all those guys stay healthy. Because anybody at any oh, time, I mean, okay, let's go. That's wait, wait. a leap when you're talking about okay. a 37 year old football player. Okay, but player. you have a rookie. In t- Oh, not a rookie, but a third-year player in Tom Savage that hadn't done that yet. Uh, he had a concussion. You can't. You, that, that's not. That, that's a head injury. Whatever, whatever it is, he, he's not on the field. Whatever it is, uh, he's going to be on the field next year. Tell him don't get hit in the head. Okay. I mean, what, I mean, I'm just saying. What I'm saying is, let's take honestly. Just let's take the injury aspect of it out, and, and really concentrate on. The fact that, okay, if all these guys are healthy, which quarterback would you have chosen? Well, I mean, if you're talking about if I had a crystal ball and if I was rolling back the clock, if this was, you know, 2007 or 2009, Tony Romo. That's that's what you want me to no, You, well, you I, want to get me I to a place to, where I say I, Tony yes, Romo? Yes, I, I do. See. I do. I, I, I can't do it. Well, like I said, I, I just think that, that that's overstated and that is just – that's, you're ripping the page. You you reading right out of you know mass media one on one. That's the that's no, how he's mass been media, saying. Mass media, everybody's like, oh, get Tony Romo. The Texas need Tony Romo. And so no. you, so now you're going to a season with Tom Sapp. And I'm excited about it. Well, I want to get you guys to chime in on the poll and the sports talk with Devin Wade group and remind you guys, this is just a part of the entire podcast. The entire podcast will be up a little bit later on on iTunes, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. It's a very Houston-centric conversation, although uh, we won't be doing this. Uh, we rarely do Houston sports, actually. Right. 
We don't do a lot of Houston sports, although we've been able to have a uh, a couple of Houston Oilers come in and do some some segments. So uh, with that in mind, I want to uh, wrap this segment up, and I want you guys to be on the lookout for episode 16 of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast, which will include uh, this portion of the show. We have a, a number of new segments that we'll be uh, implementing, so it should be a whole lot of fun. It should be a, a better version of what you've heard uh, through 15 shows. want to thank you guys again, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. You can tweet me at Wade's Word. In addition to that, SoundCloud, iTunes, tune in, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, all those good things. Want to say hello to my cousins. Uh, get well, Aunt Jane. Thinking about you. Tara, you, I, I, you should call me soon and we need to, to catch up. And, and again, Sports Talk with Devin Wade Page and group. Want to thank you guys for chiming in and checking out this portion of the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast. It's record games, you know what I'm saying? The next act I'm going to describe is an act that I call it. Beat Diglett. Juliano Creator. Watch out now. Record Kings, Crazy Beats, Records, all of that. All of that. Facebook Live conversation. It was it was cool. I liked it a it's lot. It's uncomfortable to me to do both because I'm really? talking. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, the way the way I wasn't comfortable with the camera angle, but anything. Well, other I don't than that. know. I, I need to get a stand. And well, I guess if we keep doing it, I'll invest in a stand. So. Uh, okay. Oh, so look, uh, we talked about the new segments that we would implement the right. always live segment, the, and and now that, that's cool. Uh, but a couple other things I wanted to 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 implement uh, and talk about balling or falling. This is the balling or falling segment. Okay, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna name a player, and you tell me if, if he's on an upswing, if he's balling, or if he's on a downward slope and he's falling. So I'm the first player. I'm gonna give you three players. Richard Sherman is he balling or falling? He's he's falling. I keep on falling. <laughs> he's because falling. I mean, he's on the trading block. I mean, he's doing a lot of talking. He's talking against the league a lot, and he's not producing to the well, same level no, that no. he was before. He is. The team is. Well, I mean, and, and he, that defense gave up some big plays down the stretch. After uh, Cam Chancellor got hurt, and it was like no Earl well, Thomas. Thomas Earl, yeah. Well, Chancellor was hurt early, but Earl when Earl Thomas went down, that looked like an entirely different defense. And, and that and shows way, you the value of Earl Thomas, and shows you the the lack of value well, in Richard. But Sherman. again, they have stats to support. He's still the man. No, I mean, he's still on the deep ball, ma- on the deep ball on the deep ball exactly. Yeah. But underneath, so yeah. I'm gonna say, although his value in the Seattle locker room. Is falling. I, he, I'm gonna say he's balling because he's still the man, and and I don't think he'll be traded at, at when it's all said and done. Player number two in balling or falling, Marshawn Lynch. Is he balling or falling? He's trying to come back. I think he's gonna be fat, so I think he's falling. I, keep on falling. I don't think he's gonna be. So you don't think he'll come back? And- no. 
So here's what I, I think. I saw him on like Bear Grylls, like after he retired, and it was just it wasn't a good look. It was. But he's he's beast. He's beast mode. He's yeah. a, he's a beast for real. I, 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 I will look. I will say this. <laughs> Thirty old running backs. I, I will say this. I think that he's falling. I would have much more faith in his success had he returned to Seattle. But maybe a year off has done the body good. Maybe. We'll see. But if, can you imagine him on the Raiders? That make them because Murray's gone. Latavius Murray's gone. Mm-hmm. This is this is huge for them. And I don't think he's a you know, I don't think he's a fifteen uh, carry a game guy, no. twenty game carry carry a game guy. You know, I He's a backup running back. He's a So body. we both agree on him. Falling. Falling, yeah. Falling sure. on on him. I think if he goes to Oakland, falling. If he goes to Seattle, we'll revisit this. Finally, in the balling of boy balling, I have to leave the G off. Yeah, you said yeah. I need to be more youthful, right? Yeah, balling in the balling, balling of falling segment. Uh, the final, uh, final play in this category. Uh, Adrian Peterson is he balling or falling? Ooh, that's a hard one. I don't know. I what don't... do you think he has left in the tank? Is he balling or falling? I think he has balling. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna trust AJ, Adrian Peterson. And, and what would that constitute? What what would constitute balling for him? Is About it 1,200 yards? You think he got he had 1,200 yards left in him? Yeah, I think so. I don't know about that one. If you if if you need a thousand yards to be balling, he's falling. But I think that he's good for, I I'm he's good for over 600 yards. So I think that. Oh no! In my case, he's not gonna be a feature back anymore. Are you are you crazy? I don't think so. We'll I don't. See. I don't think so. We'll see. You drinking the Kool Aid, brother? I, I don't. I mean, falling off that look, much. I've seen Sean Alexander and other running backs fall off a cliff at yeah, running that's back. That's true. And he's old, and to think that he can go and get a but thousand. He's still yards. athletic. He's more athletic than than Sean Alexander and Marshawn Lynch. These those guys. Are okay. Brutal. So I'm like, gonna say, what with the qualifier being at least what eight eight? Well, let's say let's say. 600, let's say, no, nah, let's go higher than that. Let's go 800 yards. Okay. I'd say like nine, 950. Okay, but I'm saying if you think he'll make at least, from the if the categories, will he make uh, 800 yards rushing, if that'll make him balling, I'll, I'll say balling. Yeah, I'll say balling as well. I don't know about that, though, because he's been, you talk about Tony Romo injury prone, he's injury prone. So, we both say, so just to recap, Richard Sherman, you say falling, I say balling. Right. Marshawn Lynch, we both say falling. And Adrian Peterson, I guess we both say balling. Yeah, right. I mean, but we got so much time to, for that to work itself out. And, and, and up, uh, up a little bit later on, a segment when we go Hollywood swinging, and uh, I think um, well, we, we'll get more into the quarterback situation. want to go to now to a quote of the week. Okay. That's our new, a, seg- a segment that we said we were going to implement and one of the things that we'll uh, incorporate from time to time. Quote of the week. Okay, don't tell me who said it. Just let me let me guess. Let me see who. So here's this week's quote of the week. And I won't say who it is, so I'll blank out his name. Okay. And I'll blank out his team reference. Okay. Okay. And then at the end, I, yeah, I'll let you guess, and then I'll, uh, we can talk about the quote itself. Here's a quote. You know what? LeBron's doing the one thing that I always said that Michael Jordan never did, Blank said. He never rested. He played every game. LeBron had the posi- uh, has the position to do this now because they need him. The league needs him, and that's why he's doing all this crazy issues now. Like bitching and complaining and all this issues. Blank said it has been, quote, very easy for James to succeed 
in today's NBA, comparing him to Jordan again by noting that the Bulls star, quote, led the league in scoring 10 years in a row, unquote, excluding his missed seasons uh, due to his pursuit of a baseball career when, quote, that was hard to do. Quote, back then, when he was getting his ass whooped, I mean beat down every game, and then when he played against us, the blank, he said, guess what? I got to go back to the gym, blank said of Jordan, and and got he got tough. He got tough, and he got great and greater. So that's it, unquote. So John Sally said it. No, this is actually a teammate of his. It was Dennis oh, Rodman. Oh, that's right. That is right. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, Dennis, so Rodman. Dennis Rodman basically said that LeBron is doing all this stuff because the league needs him. And he's doing all this bitching and complaining and all this BS. And, and so, I mean, you know, this this is almost exactly what, what Kevin Allen always says about but Dennis But Dennis Rodman, Rodman is fun, friends with the the Kim Jong-un. I mean, but that when it comes to basketball, you say what you want. One of the best rebounders, especially at his size no, in I mean, the he history was really, of the NBA. He was really great. A very, very special defensive player. Gonna take a brief time. I come back and wrap this thing up. One more segment. We're gonna go Hollywood swinging. This is Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast on iTunes. Tune in and sound. Switch the highest club rocker, chunk of deuce, sip a deuce, pouring up the goose vodka. Lone star beat straight up by the eight, short stopping all the hate, sipping on the ski taste. I got the INS on my tail, immigration still harass, cause they see me in the form, riding on a port of glass. Getting cash is my number one task until I'm under the grass, that's why I'm top of the class. I'm a great boy, looking for like guitar, leave a back out, nutty like I'm a joy. My boy Joy IE got the sweet and neat, got the sweets and blue, got the freaks, beat it up like a whipping. The album dropped in, it's been a lot of kissing, but I ain't tripping, I'm trill. That's why I'm posting with Kelly, cause he the real 100, baby, like the bill. Welcome back to the Sports Talk with Devin Wade podcast final segment. And uh, again, one of our new uh, segments that we wanted to implement was, uh, I, I call it Hollywood Swinging. We maybe we come up with a better name for that. It's a fun uh, segment designed to sort of rate players on a scale using a holly, uh, using old school Hollywood TV characters. Maybe not even old school, but television or movie characters, okay? So do, I want you to understand, because you don't know what the segment is. I'm explaining it to you, so you put these in order. And, and for all of you who are listening to the podcast, you can do it too. Are you familiar with the movie Boomerang? Yes, very familiar. One of my favorite movies. Not, really? Not, well, not, I, I mean, I don't know. Like if it come on TBS, you'll watch yeah, it. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah not that. Oh, on my epitaph, I wanted playing at my wake. You know, no, not I that. I hope not. No, no. But I, I, speaking of which, by the way, I did go to see a classic movie at a TMZ, TCM. Turner Classic Movies has a segment, uh, has a, a a deal with every month they're doing a movie, an old movie mm-hmm. on the big screen. Okay. So I went to go see North by Northwest with Cary Grant. And Eva Marie Saint. It was really cool to see a picture like that on the big screen. I and mean, you going in like your three piece suit with your vest and I, your pocket You know, watch. I may theme that out. But but you know, this uh, later this month they have the graduate with Dustin Hoffman, right? And uh, then they have Smokey and the Bandit. I don't care about seeing. But later in the year, uh, Cas- uh, Casablanca and uh, Casablanca and some other movies that I want to see. So yeah, that was fun. It was fun to see a retro movie like that. Right. So you're 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 familiar with. 
with the characters of Boomerang. Yes. And so you have Halle Berry. You mm -hmm. remember her character? Yes. Who she was. I don't hope you guys. I don't remember her name, in this, but I remember. I don't know. That's not important. Okay. Okay. Uh, Robin Givens. Okay. We both remember Robin Givens in the movie, right? Yes. And the third character is Lady Eloise. Okay. Okay. Now I'm going to give now you. you didn't go with, with Tisha Arnold. Uh, no, 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 not no, no. What's Trin other? Uh, no, uh, the the other Martin's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, no, I Gina. Didn't. But I can't remember Gina, her name. Yeah, Gina's good. She knows who. She'll respond to Gina. If you see <laughs> out in the streets, well, maybe not after Martin no. kind of terrorized her. Or so they say. That's, that's what they said. That's what <laughs> she has said. It? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I'm gonna give you three names. One of these guys is gonna be Halle Berry. One of these guys is gonna be Robin Givens. And one of these guys is Lady Eloise. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Colin Kaepernick, RG3, and Jay Cutler. Which one is Halle Berry? Which one is Robin Givens? And which one is Lady oh, Eloise? Oh, man, this is hard. So who's Halle Berry? Uh, Jay Cutler, I would say. Jay I, think Cutler, he's a, Jay I think he's more attracted to most teams. He's got a strong arm. He's had successful seasons. So I think um, Jay Cutler. I think, uh, yeah, I think Jay Cutler's wifey, too. You know, and Halle Berry ended up being kind of wifey. Not although they didn't exchange nuptials at at the actual end of the movie. Uh, in the movie yeah. But yeah, she's wifey. So I think Jay Cutler's wifey. I agree with you on that. Robin Givens. Who would be Robin Givens? Robin Givens would be Colin Kaepernick. And I again, I agree. <laughs> He's a vixen. He he has exciting plays, but you don't want to boo him up. You know what right. I mean? That's not your bay. Right. So. <laughs> your bay. All right. I like the young references. All right. So I, I'm well, getting, there. getting there. Work with me. I got you. You know what I mean? So so that would mean for both of us. Right. Lady Eloise. It's RG3. <laughs> <laughs> and who's Strong J? <laughs> oh, I should have done Strong J. Yeah, I should have. Okay, if we're going to do Strong J, who's Strong J? Oh, that's horrible. Johnny Manziel is, <laughs> is Strong J. Johnny Manziel is Strong J. Yes. Strong J. Strong J. <laughs> yes, yes, Strong J. So there, there you have it. That All is right. the Hollywood swinging segment. And yeah, we even added a character this week. And, and finally, um, before we get out of here, uh, have you heard? This, that's our last segment of the night. Have you heard? Okay. Did you hear this story? The story about a guy at the casino, and he was he had a female companion with him, a lady he knew, maybe at school. I don't know what she is. Mm -hmm. I, no okay. judgment. Whatever. And so <laughs> he, he was playing $50. He was slot machines, $50 at a time. He wasn't having any luck. So he told, asked the lady to lean over and press the button for him, you know, for good luck. Say, hey, press the button for me. Well, wouldn't you know it hit the jackpot. But there's a twist to it. Okay. The casino rules dictate whoever pushes the button or uh, ring, pulls the lever is the winner. Really? So they gave her the $500,000. Oh, But it man. gets deeper. So not only did she win the 500000 she wouldn't give your boy any of it oh man that so so hurts. she says so he sends a angry text like give me my money right and so you know whatever he said and i'm sure it got very very graphic so yeah he was like give me my money and she didn't give him the money and he said she said uh, in a media report where she wouldn't show her face she said i would have given him some money but then he sent me all those nasty texts 
And when you do that, I decided I'm going to pull my offer. You get nothing, not even your $50 back. So, oh, that's, that's horrible. Oh, is that ugly? Heaven? But that's good. You know, that teach you a lesson to be, you know. Well, that's a, that's a lesson nobody knew. So the moral to the story is no, don't let anybody, in, you know, press the button for you at the casino. Yeah, don't. You and can't do it. No. Can't, can't do it. So, uh, you know what? I don't think you could even roll on the craps table. I want to say I had an issue with that one time. Oh, let the lady roll for me. She got to have some money in the game. She can't just roll. She got to have bets on the table. And so that sort of thing. But anyway, okay. with, with that, I uh, want to remind you guys, tune in, SoundCloud, iTunes, subscribe, comment. Please give me some feedback. Let me know what you like, what you don't like. We have more segments coming up. And again, uh, we really want you guys to like it. And whatever city you're in, if you're in a different city, give us an opportunity to highlight your city, and we'll do some stuff like that as well. With that, I want to remind you guys, uh, at Wade's Word on Facebook, the Sports Talk with Devin Wade page and group. Any final thoughts from you? Uh, I'm just looking forward to baseball, baseball season. Yeah, we didn't even talk baseball. Opening season is great. Good so far so good i'm enjoying it and we'll get more to that as the season progresses I want to thank you guys and as always have a great day